Hello, my name is Sarah Slater and it's a real privilege to share some reflections with you on our podcast today. It's 12 weeks exactly since the first UK case of coronavirus was confirmed. It felt rather like watching a storm swirling in the ocean and waiting for it to hit us. And across the next eight weeks, we largely watched and waited, did a bit of stockpiling, but largely carried on with our lives. And then on March 23rd, the storm hit, lockdown began, and we were ordered to stay in our homes. And four weeks on, we're still in our homes. And that's perhaps the most familiar and comfortable place for us all to be. And maybe spending our time here has brought unexpected blessings and new opportunities. Perhaps no more excuses not to tidy the garage or the loft, but somehow I still seem to be avoiding those jobs. But in reality, we've all been uprooted from so many things that bring us stability. School, university, work, friends and family, church, rhythm and routine. It's been quite a physical and sudden uprooting. But it's also been an emotional uprooting as we've had to deal with loneliness and isolation, or perhaps the opposite, a sense of feeling crowded. We've been struggling with boredom, or maybe the opposite, trying to juggle too many balls at once in the one space, with concern and guilt about not being able to care for family members and missing the company of friends who support and encourage us. We also have felt like a spiritual uprooting too as we miss the physical fellowship with our Christian brothers and sisters despite the amazing services and podcasts that we've been blessed with online. I think it's quite helpful for us to reflect on that sense of uprooting, what it has felt like for us. It's something we've done as a family, we've chatted together about how we're feeling, the things that we're missing and also those blessings that we've experienced in lockdown. So I'd really encourage us all to be reflecting on that sense of uprooting. It's a, it's a healthy thing to do. The disciples experienced physical and emotional uprooting as well. They left everything, their homes, their families, their livelihoods to follow Jesus. And when he was crucified, they felt the pain of spiritual uprooting, being left alone, bereft and bewildered. But Jesus came to them on the mountain in Galilee. And as we read in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, he gave them the Great Commission. Now we're really familiar uh, with these verses, but we tend to focus on the beginning of the commission. Go and make disciples. But what powered those disciples? What strengthened them and stabilized them? Were Jesus's two assurances in verse 20. Go teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. You see, though their circumstances had changed immeasurably, the disciples were not fully uprooted. Jesus reminded them that they already had what they needed to do what he was calling them to, with the firm foundations they had received whilst with him and they also had the assurance of his constant presence. With those assurances, the disciples' roots were firmly back in solid ground and the gospel spread. And as Stuart introduced us to on Monday, the gospel reached Colossae in modern day Turkey. And in chapter two, 
come some similar assurances to the Colossians as those received from the disciples, uh, by the disciples from Jesus. Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 say this, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. These verses are a reminder and an encouragement to us all today that though our present way of living is dramatically different from our normal routine, we don't need to feel completely pulled out of solid ground because the grace we have already received from Jesus and his constant presence alongside us will keep us rooted and strong. I have a favourite tree. Now, it's perhaps not what you might expect given the array of splendid blossoms and magnolias around at the moment. But for me, this tree is wonderful. By my reckoning, it's seen a fair amount of storms and it's taken a bit of a battering. But what keeps it standing is its firm roots. Those we see above the ground like spindly fingers and those which are hidden but buried deep in the soil. When we are rooted in the knowledge and love of our unchanging Lord, we can withstand the changes in our own circumstances. When we continue to live in him, we find strength and perspective to live life whenever the storms come and we become more attentive to and thankful for his blessings. So how can we stay rooted and built up in him at this time? I'm gonna suggest four simple things. Firstly, we continue to talk daily to God in prayer, including sharing with him those ways in which we might feel uprooted, praying for others and praying for our concerns for the world at this moment. Secondly, we continue to listen to God through his word, reading the Bible, meditating on verses that are significant to us, joining with others in Zoom or morning prayer, listening to Lectio 365. Thirdly, we remember when God has been faithful in difficult times in the past. Looking back is so often a good way to help us have perspective on the present and to look forward with hope. And fourthly, to be attentive to how God is at work during this time and to give that back to him in thanks and praise. I've been keeping a journal of blessings and answered prayers during lockdown and it's been incredible really. I've been so much more aware and thankful of the smaller things and things that perhaps I've taken for granted before. A conversation with a friend, a peaceful walk on a sunny day. It may feel like life as we know it has stopped, but as Paul commended to the Colossians, we can continue to live our lives in Christ, rooted in our foundations of faith and with the assurance of God's ever presence through the Holy Spirit. May you know that presence strengthening you today.